When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, someone is blowing up. Bitcoin sees 2022 volume record amid hopes that capitulation is over. And as crypto analyst Mikalvin Day Pop shares here, the highest volume candle on Bitcoin and one four hour candle since December the 3rd. Last time we saw this, Bitcoin crashed from 56 to 42,000 and Bitcoin crashed from 52 to 42,000, as well as the May 2021 crash. That smells like capitulation to me, or at least some serious signals overall. And as Crypto Chase shares here, regardless of what I ever say in the short term, macro continues to be down. There will be bounces, pops, squeezes, short-term euphoria, you name it. But I don't think we see macro reversal before major capitulation or Fed backtracking their stance on rate hikes, quantitative tightening, and balance reduction. Now, here's an interesting fact. There have been two days in the past 25 years where S&P 500 futures were down 3% and 10-year Treasury futures down 1%. That was October 9th of 2008 and March 18th of 2020. Someone is blowing up, and this is forced liquidation. And talking about forced liquidation, $165 million in Bitcoin long positions were liquidated yesterday, which is the highest in months. And as shared here by Matthew Highland, below 37200 is bearish. Bitcoin is below 37200 And as Lark Davis shares, inflation in Turkey is almost 70%. What the? Yeah, buy and hold Bitcoin. All fiat is going to zero. And this just in breaking news, the US SEC has approved Valkyrie's Bitcoin futures ETF application. And as Max Kaiser shares here, as predicted, Bitcoin gives the world confidence and independence to stage a global insurrection against banker occupation. Bitcoin is the currency of resistance. Also in today's show, Luna Foundation Guard acquires an additional 37,863 BTC as part of their reserve strategy. Also in today's show, veteran trader Tone Vase issues Bitcoin alert and says critical low incoming. Also in today's show, Kraken's Dan Held says Bitcoin super cycle still in play and explains why. That's right. He says the Bitcoin super cycle theory that he first put forward in 2019 still holds water. Quoting him here, if we repeat 2013, we can see Bitcoin hitting between $300,000 and $400,000 Bitcoin. Now history usually rhymes. It doesn't repeat itself. So it's probably not going to be exactly that. But if it did, that would be my best price point. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting and in the red. But where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. 
All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. The Bitcoin dipping below $36,000. Smells like capitulation, one trader says, as suspicion mounts over United States stock markets. And as crypto analyst Mikhail Vinay Pop shares here, the highest volume candle on Bitcoin and one four-hour candle since December the 3rd. Last time we saw this, Bitcoin crashed from 56 to $42,000 and Bitcoin crashed from 52 to $42,000, as well as the May 2021 one crash that smells like capitulation to me or at least some serious signals overall now after plunging to 10-week lows in line with equities on may 5th's wall street trading session bitcoin bounced at levels last seen back in february the downturn in both crypto and stocks which followed an initial bounce the day prior on the back of expected rate hikes by the federal reserve appeared to be more than traders bargained for the s p 500 finished the day down three and a half percent while the nasdaq 100 ended down five percent and outside of stocks u.s 10-year treasury futures shed 1%, which is a rare combination that gave some market participants pause for thought. Now, Jason Jopert, founder of Sundial Capital Research, noted that such a chain of events had only occurred twice in the past quarter century during the 2008 global financial crisis and the March 2020 COVID crash. As he points out here on crypto Twitter, there have been two days in the past 25 years when S&P 500 futures were down 3% and 10-year treasury futures down 1%. October 9th, 2008, March 18th, 2020, someone is blowing up and this is forced liquidation. And as such, the chain reaction roping in Bitcoin could have been the capitulation event that many had previously said was necessary as a result of changing U.S. economic conditions. So when crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop shares, that smells like capitulation to me, or at least some serious signals overall. He's noting that the dip has also produced the highest volume four-hour candle since early December on the Bitcoin slash USD pair. Now, as recently reported, volume was a key aspect that needed to return in order to produce a more convincing capitulation event. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View, meanwhile, showed relative calm returning to Bitcoin markets overnight. Now, assessing the impact of the dip on hodlers, however, it appeared that a full market reset had not resulted from the day's losses. That's right. Liquidations remain fairly tame across cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin accounting for $190 million over the past 24 hours. This was the highest daily tally for several months, but did not surpass January's cascade to $32,000. The remaining $200 million came from altcoin pairs, data from on-chain monitoring resource, Coin glass shows, which you can see here in this chart, and quoting Crypto Chase here, regardless of whatever I say in the short term, macro continues to be down. There will be bounces, pops, squeezes, short-term euphoria, you name it. But I don't think we see macro reversal before major capitulation or Fed backtracking stance on rate hikes, quantitative tightening, and balance reduction. And as shared here by Matthew Highland, below 37,200 is bearish. Bitcoin is below 37,200. And as shared here by Lark Davis, inflation in Turkey is almost 70%. What the? Yeah, buy and hold Bitcoin, all fiat is going to zero. Could you imagine in the United States if inflation on the US dollar turned up to 70%? Like, whoa. And this just in breaking news, the US SEC has approved Valkyrie's Bitcoin futures ETF application. But the million dollar question becomes, when will we finally get a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States? Come on, SEC, we're long overdue. And as Max Kaiser shares here, as predicted, Bitcoin gives the world confidence and independence to stage a global insurrection against banker occupation. Bitcoin is the currency of resistance 
Preach. And before I break down next story of the day, Luna Foundation Guard acquires an additional 37,863 BTC as part of their reserve strategy. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting. And in the red, with Bitcoin down over 9% for the day, trading just above $35,800. We have Ether down 8.5%, trading just under $2,700. While Solana, Avalanche, Binance Coin, Cardano, Luna, and XRP all correcting. And in the blood red, but all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Luna Foundation Guard, a Singapore-based nonprofit tied to the Terra Luna ecosystem, has raised yet another $1.5 billion to further expand its already hefty Bitcoin reserves. The raise allowed the Luna Foundation Guard to acquire 37,863 BTC via over-the-counter swaps with Broker Genesis Trading and an additional purchase from Three Arrows Capital, a leading crypto venture capital firm. The specific breakdown of the deal included a billion dollars over-the-counter swap with Genesis for a billion in UST and 500 million Bitcoin purchase from Three Arrows Capital, the company disclosed on Thursday. Now the Luna Foundation Guard now holds roughly $3.5 billion worth of BTC, which puts it among the top 10 Bitcoin hodlers in the world, according to CNBC. As they share here on crypto Twitter, number one, the Luna Foundation Guard has acquired an additional 37,863 Bitcoins, totaling $1.5 billion in over-the-counter swaps with Genesis trading in three AC. Number two, the over-the-counter swaps included $1 billion in UST for $1 billion worth of Bitcoin with Genesis, and the Luna Foundation Guard had purchased an additional $500 million worth of Bitcoin via 3AC. The acquired Bitcoin brings the Luna Foundation Guard's total hodlings to 80,394 Bitcoins. Number three, the deals pushed the Luna Foundation Guard into one of the top 10 hodlers of BTC. And as their co-founder, Duquan shares here, just getting started. Check out this clip. I think if we scale that to you know, $10 billion. So the reason why I want to get to $10 billion is that besides Satoshi, we will be the largest single holder of Bitcoin in the world. Now, then in that case, like within the crypto industry, then the failure of UST is equivalent to the failure of crypto itself, right? Uh, because if the largest single wallet like sells off all the Bitcoin, then that's an issue. And he makes a great point, And I love his ambitions to become the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world, surpassing Satoshi Nakamoto. Now check this out. UST has emerged as the most popular algorithmic stablecoin with a market cap of over $18.6 billion, according to CoinMarketCap. Only Tether, USDT, and USD Coin, USDC, have a higher market value and circulating supply. Now the Luna Foundation Guard isn't the only company making high-profile Bitcoin purchases, business intelligence firm, MicroStrategy, which is a publicly traded company and the first to put Bitcoin on their public balance sheet, continues to stack stats regardless of Bitcoin's price. In April, the company added 4,197 BTC to its reserves, bringing its total hodlings to 129,218 BTC. Can you say incoming? Bitcoin supply shock? Let's freaking go. And before I break down next story of the day, veteran trader Tone Bays issues Bitcoin alert. It says critical, low incoming. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting just under 1.7 trillion dollars with about 123 billion in volume in the past 24 hours the current bitcoin dominance is at 41 and a half percent with the ether dominance at 19.7 percent and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours we have anc leading the pack up almost six percent trading at two dollars and 13 cents followed by stable coins because virtually everything is correcting and in the red and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week you can see 
sea, a sea of red, which is a handful in the green, including ANC up 19.2%, Tron up 18.5%, and Hex up 15.5%. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Veteran trader Tone Bays, shout out to Tone, is updating his Bitcoin forecast in the wake of the Federal Reserve's interest rate hike. We saw the Bitcoin price experience, some volatile price action, and a new strategy session. Vase tells his 120,000 YouTube subs that Bitcoin's near instant 3% rise from 38,700 to 39,900 yesterday was most likely a dead cat bounce. The trader first looks at the four-day candles where Bitcoin remained down from a weekly peak of $40,183 on April 28th. Vase weighs technical analysis versus fundamentals and shares the following. I'm not putting that much stock into this orange arrow. I don't think it's all that critical. Definitely not like this one was in late January of 2022. So we wait and see. Right now, this is looking like a nice dead cat bounce and most likely will turn the price of Bitcoin down. All technical analysis is pointing to lower prices. Fundamentally, I'm always bullish on Bitcoin and it can break out at any minute. But technical analysis is telling me that this green candle up is just a dead cat bounce. and We should have one more critical up which you can see here in this chart. Now, moving on to the daily volumes, Vase highlights the $41,000 area as a key level of resistance that he doesn't think Bitcoin is likely to break past. As he shares here, technical analysis on the daily. I don't find this to be anything of significance. I think there is major resistance at the $41,000 area. I remain bearish in this daily chart as well. The check in money flow is not all that impressive. The funding rate, look how much time has accumulated down there. It's pretty much break even right now. It's neither bullish nor bearish at the moment. Now, the check in money flow is a metric measuring the volume weighted average of accumulation and distribution over a set period. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Tone Vays and to watch this entire analysis with the crypto analyst, check the show notes below the video in the description. And before I break down our final story of the day, Kraken's Dan Held says Bitcoin super cycle still in play and explains why. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, just like this. And of course, you can find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you're at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Kraken Director of Growth and Marketing, Dan Held, says that the Bitcoin supercycle theory that he first put forward in 2019 still holds water. That's right. According to Held, the theory advances the idea that a perfect storm, such as mistrust in government and institutions, will propel the mainstream adoption of Bitcoin and drive up the price of the leading crypto asset. In a new interview on the What Bitcoin Did podcast, Held says that the current levels of conditions serve as a perfect storm for the king crypto. Quitting him here, I think in the supercycle thesis, we do have the perfect storm, an even more perfect storm than in 2019. So much has happened. COVID, I think, has given us a good reason to doubt our government's capability of handling various parts of our economy and our lives. And with all the money printing that went down too, Bitcoin's utility has never shined brighter. We also have Canada and geopolitical struggles all across the world that I think highlight exactly why Bitcoin is valuable 
right now. Dan Held says that the events that cause distrust in the government are happening in a very short time span, leading to people considering the possibility of obtaining crypto assets. As he shares here, I think we're seeing in mass a lot of people entering the awareness stage and maybe more catalyst moments or shocks in the economy or war shakes them down into the acquisition sort of level where they start to go, okay, I've considered it. I'm ready now. I'm ready to sign up. I'm ready to go try out Bitcoin. It takes them entering those stages before they can go buy Bitcoin and Bitcoin's price starts to move up. So I think we have a large amount of people ready there. And there are certain sort of events that I don't know exactly what those events might be or narratives, but those could push all those people into the lower stages of the funnel. And that means direct price action, the price going up. Now for Dan Held's super cycle, Bitcoin price prediction, quoting him here, I would say 2013 applied to now would be my definition of a super cycle, like a mega cycle, like a super cycle in terms of either a longer bull run than we expected or a much more intense bull run than we expected. If we go 10x from here, we're looking at like $400,000 of Bitcoin. That's what happened in 2013 and went from 100 to $1,200, even 12x. So I would say that kind of puts us squarely in sort of a super cycle territory because that $400,000 Bitcoin, that's basically flipping in gold. I still think there is a chance. He also shares his price prediction based on Bitcoin potentially mimicking its 2013 cycle. As he shares here, if we repeat 2013, we can see Bitcoin hitting between three hundred and $400,000 Bitcoin. Now history usually rhymes. It doesn't repeat itself. So it's probably not going to be exactly that. But if it did that, that would probably be my best price point. So my price point, I would say, I think it's going to land probably between one hundred dollars and $300,000. But if we match 2013 again, it could be three hundred dollars to 400000 thousand dollars per BTC and to watch this entire video with Dan Held, check the show notes below the video in the description. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the super cycle theory with Dan Held's Bitcoin price predictions. And now for a quick recap, what I covered with you here in today's show, someone is blowing up. Bitcoin sees 2022 volume record amid hopes that capitulation is over. I also share that the Luna Foundation Guard acquires an additional 37,863 BTC as a part of their reserve strategy, as well as veteran trader Tone Bay's issues Bitcoin alert and says that a critical low is incoming as well as Kraken's Dan Held says Bitcoin super cycle still in play and explains why. But where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Seriously, you just wrote, I still look at Bitcoin as a million dollar coin. The when, the how, irrelevant. Only one question, where can I make money? Mowing for Satoshis starts this summer. The second social security check in June, 80% of the first one pays all the bills. Our second will give me discretionary income. My wife rather have the fiat sitting at near zero interest in a savings account. Oh, well, I have everything else. My check will be the holiday fund. In that case, exactly fam, you make a great point. I also view Bitcoin as a million dollar coin. HODL. And our next featured comment comes from Digital Gravity. Great show, JV. Not sure if Bitcoin can hit $100,000 by June, but I do know as of now, you can buy 2,753 Satoshis for $1. The day may come when one US dollar will only get you one Satoshi. Stack while you can. Damn straight. Preach, fam, and keep stacking them sats. Now for our third and final featured comment coming from Jenny Jones, $100,000 this year. I'm with you on that. The ongoing huge adoption just keeps on keeping on, and we'll make that happen. Thanks for the shout-out, JV. Diamond hands forever. HODL, crypto fam. $100,000 Bitcoin, diamond hands. HODL, you got this, Jenny. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.